Hey everyone, it's JC on the You May New podcast. We're ready for episode of 12 um, in this second season where we're focusing on the mind. Um, and I'm actually a few days late in getting this episode up because this one's been a bit more of a struggle for me because it, it, it's been personal this week. It, it kind of always is, but this one's been really, really um, poignant and personal. I It's just been some things I'm going through in my own head. And because I'm going through it, like I always say, you're going to go through it with me. <laughs> But I've needed a few extra days to kind of just wrestle with some questions, um, kind of get some clarity. Today, we're going to continue with a bit of a familiar theme, one that we've even talked about a lot in episode one, or excuse me, season one. Um, But it's the idea that the adversary is real and that he can get in our heads. And we've talked a lot in different episodes of how he can weasel his little way in our heads with his lies and how to recognize that and how to fight against that. But what I've been thinking about a lot this week is how often we can, even as Christians, as believers, as um, followers of Christ, we can know that that dynamic exists, that we have an enemy and that he is going to try to trip us up and, and distract us and make us doubt and make us fear and blah, blah, blah. But, um, this week I'm, I'm trying to shift my mind mentally to where it's not just like, yeah, yeah, I need to be careful. I probably need to watch and make sure. Cause every once in a while he, he comes after me. No, this week it, it, it has in my mind, the reality of it has shifted to, this is an all out battle for our minds. This is war and he isn't taking a day off. And I've kind of sensed that lately. Um, just the relentlessness of his assault. And as I was kind of looking at this and studying this idea some more, the battle of the minds of, for our minds, um, I came across something really interesting. Um, and I've been on so many websites this week. I should have again marked where I got these, but these ideas, but Um, It was the idea that oftentimes, even those who are believers and understand this battle on some degree, we still walk through life in a way that we're not really prepared for battle. The one idea on one website author expressed was that we're mentally dressed like in a t-shirt and shorts. We're just in flip-flops and we're in t-shirt and we're going through life and we aren't, we're just like, whatever. We aren't really alert and on guard and expecting an assault, expecting spiritual warfare that day. We're just kind of casually going through our day, you know, not really paying attention. And the other image that was portrayed in contrast to that was the image of a soldier. A soldier would never, never walk into battle in flip-flops and a t-shirt, right? I mean, never. Um, The head is protected. The heart is protected. There's armor. There's um, heavy boots. There's full body metal protection, a sword in their hand, like they are protected and ready for those assaults. And I've been thinking a lot specifically about the armor of God. And since this season is on our mind today, I want to just focus on the only piece that applies to this season. It would be the helmet of salvation. It's in Ephesians six that talks where Paul encourages us to encourages us to put on the helmet of the salvation. But again, 
I can know about Christ. I can go to church. I can even be in my scriptures. I can have had Sunday school lessons over and over and over on the armor of God. I can tell you all the pieces, but that does not mean I'm wearing the helmet that is firmly on my head, um, that I am protected from the mental assaults of the enemy. Um, think about where your mind has been the last few weeks or months. How often do you struggle with doubt and discouragement and frustration and fear and anxiety and a lack of peace, a lack of trust, an inability to rest, um, just a tormented mind. How often, I mean, if that is at least a little familiar, couldn't we all say, well, if I'm feeling those things, Satan's already in my head. It's too late to put on the helmet. He's already in there. He's messing around in my head and just pummeling me mentally. And I, I'm not protected against it because it is taking me out. In fact, some of us aren't soldiers standing on our feet on the battlefield. We're down for the count. He has delivered those blows to our head so many times that we're just, um, he's rocked our world. We're not doing well. We're wounded. We're damaged. Um, he is winning the battle for our minds. Like I said, make no mistake. Even those of us who know about the battle, who know about the enemy, um, can still be taken out. Even if we know the armor is there, it doesn't mean we have it on. We can be living day to day. Like we're in flip-flops on a t-shirt, not armed and not really prepared and not knowing how to fight back. And so those are the thoughts I've been, um, really chewing on this week of, how do you get past the point where you don't just know, know about the armor and it's a nice little Sunday school analogy that we learned growing up and yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point where you're actually wearing it and it is working. He's not in our heads. They're covered. They're protected. Um, I saw one, one site that was writing about this, asked the question, how would you like to have supernatural protection wrapped so tightly around your head that it would safeguard your mind from every mental assault of the devil? Such a, a, a an amazing helmet that in it's wrapped so tightly of your head that he can bring blow after blow after blow <clears throat> to your mind and you're protected. It doesn't get in. It doesn't take you out. Your head doesn't start swimming with fear or anxiety or doubt or discouragement or despair. Is it even possible to live that way? <clears throat> Excuse me. No, I don't have coronavirus. I'm just a little coffee this morning. Sorry. I just want you to, to just sit on that for a minute. Is it already, is that the way you're living? Is that the way I'm living? Is there, do I understand this piece of armor that I've been offered and am I wearing it? And I do not, do I know how to put it on? Is it become so real for me that it is on my head? And when the blows come, they just glance right off that armor and I'm fine. Or has he, have I simply known about it, but never really put it on. And so Satan is having a heyday with me, with my mind, with the thoughts of my mind. Really? Couldn't we say, I mean, that's where he focused his attack. Does he not? He, he focused the battle really is when he comes for us. He, we can't see him. 
He doesn't come talk to us out loud. And, 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 you know, it always starts in the mind, even physical temptations and things that he, it always starts as a consideration in our mind. Um, Dallas Willard, the great Christian author said it this way. He said, you know, think about it. The adversary governs through images, through ideas, through feelings and fears from this complex area of our minds and hearts come most of our actions. So this is the arena where Satan focuses his work. And I agree with him. This is where the battle is. And if we don't understand how the helmet of salvation works, we're done. We're done. Life is too complicated and Satan is too good at what he does. And again, I know we've talked about this a lot. It really, this, some of this is a repeat because we've talked in both seasons of this podcast about how to turn off that voice, how to turn off, um, not let him trigger us, not let him get in our heads. But I think today what I was hoping for is to shift our thinking. So we're not just going, yeah, that's important. I need to do that. But we're ramping it up to the degree that we understand that this is a daily battle. He will get in any little hit he can get. And so we have to understand that that helmet has to be firmly in our head, on our head every single day of our lives. One day we choose to get up and saunter through the day in our flip-flops and our t-shirt with our head unprotected. He will take advantage of that. So I think the question I've been asking myself mainly is, do I know what it means to put on the helmet? Do I understand what that even takes and how, how it goes from just a little concept to something I'm actually doing and doing so well that it is working against the enemy. So I've thought I've really been studying different ways of how this is, this is practically applied in our life, not just the theory, but actually working. And one of the things I love the most as I began to study it. The, the phrase helmet of salvation, as you look at that, um, one site pointed out that the Arabic version of helmet of salvation that translate, translate that phrase in Arabic. Um, where did I write this? There it is. I'm sorry. I'm using my notes. It, it means, um, helmet of the savior, not helmet of salvation. It's helmet of the savior in Arabic. And, and it made me think of a couple of verses in um, the New Testament where Paul says a really specific phrase. It's in Romans 13, and then it's again in Galatians 3, where Paul says, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. And then in Galatians, he says, as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Like you can put him on, like you can put on a helmet. So if, if the Arabic version of this phrase is saying it's the helmet of the savior, in other words, we put on the savior, we put on Christ on our head. He is salvation for the mind. Him. It's not a bunch of ideas, although it will be through his truth, but if we can see it as him, him, he is the protection for our head. Basically, he's like that about every piece of armor. I mean, this could go into a whole big thing on the full armor of God, the breastplate and, you know, all the other pieces. But for just today, we're looking at the mind. He is the one we put him. It's like we're wrapping him tightly around our head because his salvation is what will protect our head and our whole being from the attacks of the enemy. So again, using that analogy how do we put on Christ in our minds so much that we're protected? I, I like the idea that 
putting on Christ means we begin to understand who we are in him, our identity in him, how we're accepted and secure in him, our significance and worth in him. It's not... It's not a putting on an I am amazing. It's a putting on of he is amazing and through his amazingness, how that affects me, who I become as I am connected and united and abiding in him. And as I really meditate on that and understand that and take that deeply into my mind and heart, who I am in Christ, can you see how that would form a helmet? As, as Satan tries to knock us off our center and get us to doubt. Um, and a lot of life experiences will really um, support the enemy's lies. But if we are grounded in our identity in Christ and who we are in him, I, I believe it's going to form the tightest helmet on our head that it doesn't matter how big the arrows are that come flying at us from our adversary. We're going to know who we are and they're just going to bounce right off. Um, one of the ways I do that is through again. Now here's where truth comes in. Here's where ideas come in. His word His, I, I, when I do a lot of coaching in the office, um, if I ever have, a um, some, a patient who is, um, Christian or LDS that, believes in Christ and wants to, to add a spiritual component to our health coaching. I have these little, um, handouts that I share with them that are about three pages long and they're just verse after verse after verse of how he will save, he will help, he will deliver. And I have gone through, and if you, if you really want a copy, go on my website, email me through the contact page and I will send you a copy of this. I would love to do that. Just, just email me and I can, I can just attach it really easy, but these scriptures, and I'm going to read you a few. I want you to see some of this as a way to, um, to clothe our minds, to put on Christ. These words, as we meditate on them, they become our anchor and they become the f- way we form that metal across the top of our head in a way that it's protected. And that's why I hand these to my, to my clients. Cause we talk about how, we can all have days where we're like, yes, I got this. I'm ready to fight. I'm, I've got, I feel strong. I feel amazing. I feel faithful, but it's the days where you don't, the days where life has just pummeled you, not even the adversary necessarily, but life. And so you're just like, I can't today. I just can't. And that's when Satan pounces. But if I can, I can use not my strength. I don't have to rely on me always having a good day, but I can rely on the words of Christ to say, no, no, just trust me. Hold my hand. I'm right here. Let me read you some and just listen to the sound of these words and how they can just drape the mind in peace. Isaiah 41, fear thou not for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yeah. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Psalms 82, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Um, Psalm 46, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the sea. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. Luke one for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Joshua one, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed for the Lord. Thy God is with thee with whithersoever thou goest. 
Hebrews 4, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Psalm 31, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. I love Second Chronicles 20. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Boy, does that talk about, does that relate to what we're talking about? You shall not need to fight. Set yourselves and stand still. See the salvation of the Lord with you. Fear not, nor be dismayed, for the Lord will be with you. He will fight. Second Chronicles 32, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or dismayed. With us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. Psalm 116, I love the Lord because he's heard my voice and my supplications. He's inclined his ear into me. Therefore, I will call upon him as long as I live. And it goes on and on. See why I have several pages of this? Because on the days where I kind of felt like my mind was being assaulted, I had to have a way to put on a helmet. And for me, his word became that helmet. I had to meditate on it wash my mind in the words of him and that he will save the helmet of salvation, the helmet of the savior, Christ saves, Christ delivers. You don't have to be strong. I mean, you don't in him. We will be made strong, but on our own, we can be having the worst day, but that helmet can be put on our head and those blows of the adversary will just, will just slide right off that helmet. And it's not because we're amazing. It's because he is there protecting our minds. Jeremiah 17, blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Psalm 37, trust in the Lord and, and do good. So thou shalt dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself in the Lord. He shall give thee de- the desires of thy heart. There's battle scriptures. There's comfort scriptures. There's deliverance scriptures. There's faith inspiring scriptures everywhere. We don't read so we can check it off a list. We read to clothe our minds in the helmet of salvation, to cover our heads, to arm ourselves for battle so that the enemy cannot find a way through and fill our minds with doubt and fear and discouragement and despair and depression Be not afraid, only believe, Mark 5. Psalm 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, forget not all his benefits. He forgives your iniquities, he heals your diseases, redeems your life from destruction, crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. He is our deliverer. But the way we walk around in flip-flops and a t-shirt is to forget these things. Forget who we are in Christ. Forget the power and grace that's available to us every single minute through him. We forget that his love for us. We just turn our eyes away from him for a minute and Satan will take us out. The way we change from flip-flops and a t-shirt to the full armor of God is to put on Christ, put on his truth, put on the, the ideas in our mind to meditate on who we are through him. We are protected. We are saved. We are delivered. We're rescued or we will be. He will show us how to make that our reality. First Corinthians two, I has not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. He will be there for us, for our minds, 
we can have, like I said earlier, such supernatural protection for our minds that no mental assault can get through. The reality is there. We just have to turn and, and put that helmet on and keep it on. This is a war. I can't forget for a day or my mind will not be remember way back to the very first um, episode for this season, a sound mind, a sound mind. First Timothy a rescued, delivered, renewed, restored mind. The battle, it's not just going to happen and then I'm good and then I can walk around carelessly, not paying attention. No, he will save and rescue our mind, but then the helmet's got to stay on our head for the rest of our lives because the Satan's just watching for a minute when we let down our guard. Can you tell I've been battling this personally lately? Just, just little tiny voices starting to slip through the cracks of my helmet and Satan's just been in my head and I think I got to the point where I'm done. Like I'm sick of it. No, the helmet is not only partially like it's not this kind of helmet that Christ hands us that has slits in it that Satan should still be able to. Oh, you know, it's going to work most of the time. Christ isn't saying to us, it'll, it'll work most of the time. But yeah, some days you're going to have bad days where he's going to get in your head and mess with you. No, it really should work every day and protect us completely. And I noticed that because he was in my head, I, my helmet wasn't in place. I was missing it. Um, I also saw the analogy. I know we're out of time, but I like this. I'm going to keep going for a minute. I, I like this analogy so much. One writer talked about how he sees it like um, UPS packages arriving on our doorstep and you get one from Satan and you get one from the Lord and you get to choose which one you're going to open and start rummaging through that day. We put on the helmet as we just ignore the package of lies and discouragement and doubt. You know, we open that package at all. Oh, I just, I wanted to see what was in here. Oh, if we even consider Satan whispers something to our mind and if we even consider it, go, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that, this is bad self-pity, all of that. We're just going to start, you know, living in that place. But if we grab the package that the Lord's delivered every day, he has it. We have our scriptures. We have those resources to cover our minds. It's just a choice. And I had been choosing lately to rummage through the wrong package. Does that make sense? Um, it's just, I'm just wanting to send some encouragement. I I'm going to go into a part two with this because I found so much in my study that, um, <laughs> we're going to keep going, but part two is going to tie back to the last episode. And we're going to kind of tie all three together in terms of how we continue to put on this helmet. So join me in the next episode and we will, um, continue to talk about this idea, how we, how we can truly protect our mind from the assaults of the enemy. Thanks for joining me.